at eight minutes past six to rebuild a country in terrible ruins. That's the pledge from an emotional Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva, who was sworn in as the new president of Brazil a few hours ago. It's the second time the veteran left-wing politician known as Lula has held the office, having previously led the country between 2003 and 2010. In October's elections, he defeated the incumbent Jair Bolsonaro, whose policies Lula has immediately decried, uh, especially gun control and Amazon deforestation. A little earlier, I spoke to John Bonfiglio, a Latin America correspondent who summed up the mood in the nation. All of Brazil has been emotional for a few days. It's been a really big series, big week in Brazil with the death of Pele. Bolsonaro also got emotional saying farewell over the weekend before he went to the USA so he didn't have to hand the sash, the official sash, to Lula on Sunday. Lula himself got emotional, especially when he was talking about poverty in Brazil and the, the economic devastation that, to his mind, Bolsonaro had set upon the nation. And today is Pele's funeral. He's lying in state at his uh, famous Santos Stadium. So all in all, some really, really traumatic days for Brazil. Yeah, certainly. Um, the tone of what Lula had to say, just drill into some of the um, elements of his speech as he, as he said he would right some of the wrongs of the previous administration. Yeah, there was a lot of anger there. I mean, he didn't mention Bolsonaro by name, but he, he spoke of the devastation, the barbarism, the hate that had in, infected the country. And then he, he did try to begin to reconcile, to bring people together, speaking of a new chapter of environmental protection, social progress, and of course, the big one, economic development. Did he give any hints as to how he's going to help boost that? It's really tough because, I mean, as much as this new administration wants to blame the Bolsonaro government for what's taken place, I mean, a lot of the economic complexities of the world today are global factors and not within the gift of any particular president to actually uh, deal with. What Lula at the moment is hoping to base his progress or his honeymoon period on is very emphatically about hearts and minds and the fact that he is not Bolsonaro and hoping that that buys himself time with which to actually rectify some of the fundamentals. There are some big changes that he has made already in terms of his his appointments. Uh, one of the best-known climate activists, Marina Silva, I mean, if you think about what Lula is saying about the Amazon and about making it uh, reach zero deforestation by 2030, he's appointed her to the Environment and Climate Ministry. And also one of the big issues during the Bolsonaro administration was, of course, not just the Amazon, but the indigenous populations that live in the Amazon. Lula has set up the first ever ministry for indigenous peoples. He's created that headed by Sonia Guajajara, who is a famous indigenous activist also. So certainly the the early day appointments to his cabinet are pretty uh, significant. But in terms of policy uh, developments and policy shifts, those are yet to be brought into play. Yeah, uh, he wants to revoke Mr. Bolsonaro's gun laws, doesn't he? Uh, immediately, that that is going to be a big feature of his early presidency. Yeah, straight away, he said that that's going to happen immediately. What is interesting about the the, the policy making of the of the upcoming uh, Lula administration is that there's been a lot of euphoria on the streets of Brazil, in particular Brasilia, yesterday. Tens of thousands of people lining the streets, waiting for the investiture of uh, Lula 
But it's interesting that actually uh, it's worth remembering this recent election was the tightest election mm. in Brazilian history. And if Bolsonaro had won, there would also be tens of thousands of people lining the streets. So it's not as though there's been a sudden shift in the administration. All the, all the, the previous problems have gone away. And actually also worth remembering that in the election, in the late October election, uh, scores of Bolsonaristas were also elected to the Senate. So any laws that Lula and his party want to pass, he's going to really struggle with because they do not have a significant majority in the Senate with which to pass those laws. And Lula's going to have some job trying to turn around those dissenting voices. Um, he's you know, certainly going to have to prove himself as president to a fairly large swathe of the population there. It isn't, the election certainly wasn't a convincing victory for him. It was tighter than expected, as you said. Absolutely. And it's not as though the the odd percentages that voted one way or another that, that uh, made the decision, that cast the decision, are able to be convinced one way or another. As we see so often in an international context these days, the population is completely polarised. So what Lula immediately needs to try and do is convince the other 50%, because it is a 50%, that he is not a corrupt politician, that he is not a communist, and he's not going to be extreme in that way. And again, as we said a little bit earlier, and in Bill Clinton's line, it's it's the economy stupid. The only way that he's going to actually be able to to turn that around is by the real in people's pockets. Mm. What of Jair Bolsonaro? He's in Florida now, staying at the home of an MMA, a mixed martial artist champion, I gather. Um, there were rumours that he may try and meet up with Donald Trump. I don't know if any of those are founded. I mean, the two do get on. They are peas in a pod. He he says he's gone, uh, he, he went to the US to avoid, uh, you know, having to be present at the investiture of Lula Silva, which also echoes Trump's absence at the Biden inauguration. But I think also it, there is, it is a little bit about beginning to remove himself from a context in which he can be uh, prosecuted. So I, w- I would expect Bolsonaro to be relatively absent from Brazil in the ensuing months and years. One of the really interesting things that, hap- that has happened in the last couple of days, perhaps surprisingly, is that his vice president, Hamilton Morau, who is of the army, criticised, I mean, not directly criticised Bolsonaro, because of course he, he's not really able to, but, but basically stated that his, the administration, his administration, had generated an atmosphere of chaos and social breakdown, and that an alternation in power in the democracy was a healthy, is healthy, and must be upheld. So what, what that really begins to tell us is that the reason why there was not the expected demonstrations um, and uh, trouble and riots on the street, the, Bolsonaro, the, the calling into question of the election was not because Bolsonaro didn't want it to take place, but because his immediate inner circle was unwilling to support him in that particular eventuality. And you mentioned it earlier, but just just go into a bit more detail, John, for us. Um, you've obviously got these days of uh, national days of mourning concerning Pele, uh, and it's a big day again today. It is Pele's funeral, uh, or the wake, begins to take place today at the Villa Belmiro dos Santos. Uh, Pele famously was a one club, had a one club career in Sao Paulo, the home of Santos. So his body will rest in a sort of state in the center circle at the Santos Club for 24 hours between 10 a.m. on Monday and 10 a.m. on Tuesday before it is then paraded through Sao Paulo and interestingly will go past the house of his mother who is still alive. Celeste Aranch uh, is 100 years old and then he will be buried 
at the Ecumenical Necropolis Memorial in Sao Paulo, which, strangely enough, is 32 floors high and is the highest cemetery in the world. Goodness me, well, those will be some scenes. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us. There are plenty going on in Brazil at the moment. John Bonfiglio, Latin America correspondent. Good to speak to John a little earlier. Kate Vorsen, Rick Kelsey here with Times Radio Breakfast. Plenty to come on the show, Rick. Yes, coming up, why working...